Hi everyone, this is Amy from the Irresistible You podcast and Irresistible University where I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. Welcome back to my plus size pregnancy series here on YouTube. Last week I talked about my first trimester update, weight gain, body changes, symptoms, all of those things. So if you missed that video, it's linked down below. Go ahead and check it out. Today, I want to talk to women who are thinking about getting pregnant or contemplating the decision, but thinking, oh my God, I'm too fat to get pregnant. I can't do this. And addressing this topic from the place of body image. So I'm not talking specifically about weight as it relates to health issues. That is not what's, what I'm going to talk about. That is not what I am qualified to talk about. What I want to talk about is the emotional weight that you carry when you're, you know, thinking about getting pregnant, but putting it on hold because you just keep coming back to, I can't do this. I'm too fat. I'll never be able to look pregnant. I don't know what this is going to do to my body. And I'm going to share more of my journey with you along with some tips for you as well. So let's just go ahead and get into it. All right. I told you guys last week, I'm going to sound like I'm out of breath. I'm going to sound like I have an elephant on my chest or I just finished running a marathon. Clearly, I'm not doing any of those things. I'm 15 weeks pregnant. I just, all my organs are pushing and moving and this is one of the symptoms that you have is it's just a really, really hard to breathe and get enough air in your lungs. So I might sound like this, um, and this is just how it's going to be for the next, next uh, five months now. <laughs> so let me just share with you guys like my pregnancy journey and how I got here. So for those of you that don't know me, I am currently pregnant with my second child. My daughter is three years old and we are due with our second baby um, this fall. In November. I am currently 38. I will be 39 years old when this baby is delivered. I was 34, delivered at 35 with my daughter. So I did not get pregnant um, early and I did that on purpose. So let me just share that with you. So I it's a very, this is a very personal decision, right? If you're going to decide whether or not you want to have children, whether you want to embark on the pregnancy journey, it is a very personal decision. And for those of you that, you know, don't have kids either by choice or not by choice, you know how like invasive people are with their questions. We would get harassed before we even got married about you know, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have a family? And I'm like, it was just, it's, I find that just so, it's like mind blowing to me, the things that people will say and the assumptions that people will make about your reproductive system, <laughs> just because you make a decision to not have children. And so that was my path. My path for my husband and I was that we never we truly never wanted to have kids. We would have the discussion and it was like, no, I, I, uh -uh, I don't want kids. I don't want, I don't want to be part of that life. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm having fun, you know, with my career and traveling and partying and just having time to myself. And I wasn't interested. I didn't have any like urge or, um, 
like there just wasn't that baby bug that people talk about. And every time I would tell people we're not having kids or I'm not having kids, they would always say, oh, you'll change your mind, you know, just wait. And that used to make me so annoyed. And I turned 30, wasn't there. Just, there was no baby bug that like came on my 30th birthday and said, I shall sprinkle you with maternal instinct. It just didn't happen for me. Um, and I was okay with that. I really, really was okay uh, being child-free. And it's just so funny, like just to go back to people and their comments, and it's like making assumptions about your reproductive system. And, you know, I, my heart really goes out to people who are childless, not by choice, because those questions are, you know, hurtful for people like that. And I was just thinking like, Oh, gee, I don't know, people. Have you ever heard of the fact that, you know, you can prevent pregnancy? Like, that's a thing. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> so it's just so funny to me how people are. But anyway, I must have been around 33, 34-ish um, when the thoughts started going in my brain. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Why am I having these thoughts? And the thoughts that I was getting were around hmm, I wonder if I should have kids. And it was getting to the point where it was like this little subtle whisper, right? So I just kind of ignored it, but the whisper got louder. So I really had to give it some, some consideration and some thought. And that whisper just kept getting louder and louder and following me around. And I just remember feeling like terrified of that voice. I was terrified of that whisper and that voice and what that would mean because I, I just knew I was so dead set on, I don't want to become a mom. I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have any part of that life. And it really started to, to hit me. And let me just say this, like my husband and I, we talk about and can talk about anything on the table. Like there is nothing that's held back between the two of us. Like we will talk about everything and anything we have, very, very good communication. It was not always like that. Um, something we've worked really hard to do. And I was scared. I was like, I don't even want to talk to him about this. Like, I'm really freaked out. This is freaking me out. I don't like this. Why am I having these feelings? And, you know, when it finally came down to it, you know, there was obviously all the fears about how my life will change if I, if I, if I decide that I want to become a mom and I try, you know, because at that point in my life, I was 34. I didn't even know because here I am. I've been on birth control my entire adult life. I've been preventing pregnancy my entire adult life. But at this point I had been off birth control almost a year. So I like, there was something in my brain that knew that I wanted to be on the mom, on the mom train, right? <laughs> because I never went back on it. Um, and I had the obvious fears around how my life would change, how, you know, I might lose some of my freedom. I might not be able to go run to the store or go on vacation when I want to. And just all the things that I was so accustomed to be able to do, you know, as a, as a child-free woman that I was just having all those fears and anxieties, which I think are very normal. Um, even when you like, you know, have the mom bug for years and years, it's just those things that you think about. And, you know, that didn't really scare me so much because I always feel like whatever comes your way, whatever is thrown your direction, 
you always have a way to figure it out. It always kind of just figures itself out. And, and children are very much the same way, right? When you try to think about it before the situation is there, like, how are we going to do this? And how will I do work? And how will I, like, you can't plan for this stuff. Like, it's, it's very hard to explain until you're in it. But the one fear that really kept speaking to me and really just kept, like, gnawing at me all the time was my weight. I uncovered that I was so terrified and afraid to get pregnant because I wasn't thin, because I didn't have the perfect little size six, size four body with the flat stomach. And, you know, I could stand there and go, oh my God, look at my little poof coming out. And like, you know, I knew that I was just terrified of what the weight was going to mean for me as a pregnant woman. And so it got to the point where, you know, I can remember this so clearly. My husband and I, um, it's, we're very much always on the same page for the most part. And we both were having these same feelings of like, you know, I'm cool if we don't have kids, but there's this part of me that's like really wanting to explore this and really thinking this is what we need to do. And we had this conversation. It was at our kitchen table. I just remember it so clearly. And I brought up my fears around, which I have no issues with my husband, like talking about my weight and my struggles and you know, he's a, probably my number one fan with everything I do with the podcast and my channel and, and my programs and things like that. But I don't know what it was. I was having a hard time communicating this to him that I was actually afraid to get pregnant because I was technically overweight because I was a fat girl getting pregnant, plus size pregnancy, whatever the hell you want to call it. And he's like, that's just ridiculous. He's like, I love you, but you're being ridiculous. He's like, you're really going to let that stop you. And I was like, so we just, we had this whole conversation around it. And I talked about all my fears and some of the things I'm going to share with you guys here in a minute um, about just common fears that plus size women have when it comes to thinking about getting pregnant. And we both, you know, we had this conversation and he said what he was afraid of, what I was afraid of. And should we do this? Should we not do this? Oh my God, what if we can't do it? Because here we are our whole relationship, preventing pregnancy. I've always been on birth control. How, what if we get into it at, you know, our mid thirties here and we can't even get pregnant. So we were like, okay, we both said to each other, like, if we try, if, if we don't try, will we regret this decision in our future? And I swear to you, it was like, we both looked at each other at the same time. And we were like, yes, absolutely. I would regret this. That was my answer. <laughs> that was just the answer. Um, you know, because it, it was like deep down, I knew I wanted this, but the weight was still holding me down. The weight was still possibly and potentially stopping me from experiencing this miracle and my daughter and now this new baby. And it's like, I can't even imagine my life now without her. Like she has literally changed my life in so many good ways. And I can't keep talking about that because I'm going to start tearing up y'all. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to mess up my makeup. Okay. Um, so yeah. So we just decided like, yeah, we want to start a family. We want to do this. Like, let's just see what happens. Right. Um, and so 
I see so many of you, so many women out there, and it breaks my heart because I help women who struggle with their weight holding them back. I do not help women lose physical weight. What I help women is women that are struggling with body image issues. They've probably been, most of them have been overweight most of their life or a good portion of their life, and their weight is actually holding them back from their full potential. And I call that holding on to emotional weight. Emotional weight is when, you know, you are waiting for the weight. You are holding yourself back because of the thoughts and beliefs that you have about what the weight means for you. And here I was doing the same thing. <laughs> and it just breaks my heart because I have women in my community who come to me and they're waiting to put a fam, like they're waiting to create a family. They're putting that on hold from things that deep and serious to women who are just like, used to be horseback riders and they're craving going back out and hitting the trails, but they're afraid of what their weight means to get back on the horse. And so I see it from all different perspectives and whether it's getting on a horse, putting on a bathing suit, having a baby, it like hits me and breaks my heart because I know the life that you could be living and that you're holding yourself back from this beautiful thing that you could have and you're letting, it's not so much the physical weight, it's what the weight means. It's what, it's the story that you have created around the weight. And I think, you know, especially when it comes to pregnancy, we all know pregnancy is like, hey, let's just take a big spotlight and shine it all over your body. And when you're self-conscious about your body and being overweight and being fat and plus size, when you do that, you have so much emotional weight and trauma that is wrapped up in what it means to be the fat girl. Not being fat, not being overweight, what it has meant to you in your own life and your own journey. And so I think for a lot of you, you're holding yourself back because of that emotional weight that you're carrying. And, you know, is the thing that you're holding yourself back from going to be something you're going to regret down the road? You have to really ask yourself that and you have to think about that a lot. So what happens is that you spend or waste, honestly, you're wasting, you waste so much time worrying about what may or may not happen. And so you end up creating these stories around, well, I can't get, pre like, let me just, I'm going to get into all those different things because I have different things that you tell yourself about what the weight means, these stories that you create. And I was no different. I did the exact same things. Okay. I think first and foremost, when you're even having that decision, you know, if you're, you know, thinking about getting pregnant or thinking about starting a family, you know, you're making these assumptions right off the hop of like, well, what if I can't get pregnant because I'm overweight? You know, I had that same thought too. Mine was, I'm 34. I am overweight. What if I actually can't get pregnant? You know, here we are talking about this and what it would mean to have a baby and what we would do and what we couldn't do and all this kind of stuff. But what if that can't even happen? And, you know, that might be true for some people. I don't know. I can only speak to my story, but what I can tell you is that. And I don't say this to be like, to brag or to overshadow people that, that aren't able to do this. I just want to share you my story, like my story with you and how things went for me with both of my children. I actually got pregnant on the first try, which like 
blows my mind. I just think that me, like, it's just that, that to me is like so crazy. And I'm probably the anomaly and out of the norm of most people, but at 34 and at 38, both overweight, I got pregnant on the first try when I intentionally decided, yes, let's do this. I'm ready. I want to have a baby. I got my ovulation app. I was like, here's when it's going to happen. It just happened for me. So that whole myth that you can't get pregnant because of your weight is bullshit, right? I'm not saying that everybody's going to get pregnant on their first try, but what I am saying is, you know, those stories that I spent so much time creating and telling myself about, you know, how I may not be able to get pregnant because of my age or my weight or whatever, that was a waste of time, okay? Because we don't know these things. And that's why I say sometimes until you just start doing things, you don't know what's going to happen, right? So you waste a lot of time creating a story around what it all means, okay? And I just took the assumption of like, well, if you're overweight, you may not be able to get pregnant or you may not get pregnant very easily because, you know, they're always saying how if you're overweight and obese, you're not healthy and you're not this. And it's like, that's not always the case, right? Um, and I wasn't, so my first pregnancy, I was like, I was like in the high 190s when I got pregnant. And this pregnancy, I was right around 210 when I, when I got pregnant, okay? Just so that you guys kind of understand where I was. But I live an active lifestyle. I eat relatively healthy and clean, like 75% of the time. And between my first baby and this baby, I had lost the majority. I gained 70 pounds in my first pregnancy. I have lost the majority of that, except for that last 10 pounds, but I never put any of the weight back on. So just to kind of give you some, some precise, <laughs> I guess, however you want to say that. So um, the second assumption that you're spending a lot of time wasting, wasting time on is this assumption that, oh my God, if I get pregnant, I'm not going to have the cute little belly. And, you know, I told you on the last episode, I already have a role. I already have a gut. I already got an ex some extra thickness going on everywhere. Okay. And I had these same fears with the first pregnancy with this one, not really, because I already know that I, that what to expect. Um, but with my first pregnancy, for sure, I had these feelings. And that was one of the things that was holding me back from even saying, okay, let's just go ahead and let's do this thing. And let me tell you, you will have a belly. I had a very large belly that was very obviously pregnant. <laughs> and I grew to just, I loved it. I loved every minute of like having a belly and being pregnant, even the moments where you're like, oh, I feel like crap. It just, I, I really did love it. And I'm going to do a different episode around this, but I believe going through pregnancy, especially the first time, it reconnected me to my body and my body image in ways that I had never experienced before. And I'm not going to get all into that today because it'll make this video extra long. So we are going to do another video around like how to embrace your body during pregnancy and how that really shifted and changed the game for me um, during that and, and how it's changed at this time where like, I'm just embracing it. I'm going with it. Obviously I have my moments where I feel fat and ugly and, you know, thank you hormones for all of that. Um, but you will have a belly. <laughs> I promise you, you will. Um, that will happen and it will be very cute. 
The other thing was gaining weight. I was terrified of the weight gain. Mostly because I'm going to go back to having trauma and emotional weight around gaining weight. And when you have, so when you have been a person or woman who gains weight, loses weight, gains weight, loses weight, the thought of gaining weight and it being out of your control is absolutely terrifying. And even when, like a bug or something, (laughs) even when I got pregnant, I was, I was still just like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this. This is going to be really hard. And I had to dig deep and I had to get into the irresistible you framework and I had to work on my thoughts. I had to work on my beliefs and I really had to change that around because I didn't want to spend and I refused to spend those nine months living in fear and anxiety and worry and waiting for the weight and not, and then looking back and not enjoying all the things good and bad about being pregnant. You will gain weight. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I am not your textbook weight gainer for pregnancy. I gained 70 pounds with my first. I am just out of the first trimester and I've already put on 20. Okay. I, my body is just that type of body and I don't apologize for it. It's kind of like, you know what, at some point, you just have to kind of get in your head that like your body's going to do what it needs to do. That's not to excuse bad behavior. You have to take good care of yourself. You have to put good food in your body. You have to move your body. But at some point, you know, your body needs to do what it needs to do. And this is a temporary blip in time. And you have the rest of your life to worry about getting the rest of the weight off and working through that. Because if your body needs to gain weight, it needs to gain weight. But that there is a lot of trauma and a lot of fear around that because a lot of that weight gain, it is out of your control. And that is a terrifying feeling. But at some point, you just have to kind of embrace that. And the way I was looking at it, I'm so sorry for all the congestion. And the way I look at it now is like, you know, I, my body is not gaining weight because I'm sitting around on the couch anxious and depressed. Like I have been in the, like years ago when I put on like lots of weight at one time, my body is gaining weight because it is growing a human being because it is providing the health and the nutrients and the support to my child that it needs to grow and develop. That's the difference. And when you're able to kind of switch that around in your brain, because it's all about what you think. And that's one of the biggest things we do in the program is we talk about how to change the bullshit stories and the thoughts that you have around yourself and your weight and your body and your life. And that's just one of the things. So when you can flip how you're thinking about it, it's going to change your life. Okay. Because the weight gain is going to happen. You know, not everybody's going to gain 70 pounds. That's really not the norm. Um, you're going to gain whatever you need to, to take care of your body and your baby. Stretch marks, y'all stretch marks. That was stretch marks was the, was the other thing I definitely had fear and trauma around because when I got out of high school, so I have always been overweight since I was elementary school. Okay. And when I say overweight, it's like, when I look back, I'm like, really, really, really was like, 
you weren't like fat, you weren't like a fatty girl, but apparently you were, cause that's what everybody made sure to call you and make fun of you. And I was severely bullied for my weight, uh, elementary, middle school. When I got out of high school, you know, here I was maybe 20 to 30 pounds overweight thinking I was obese that manifested physically into me actually becoming obese. And I put on close to a hundred pounds in less than uh, six months. And when that happened, I never had stretch marks in my life before this time. Okay. I've always been a thick girl. I've always had big hips, a big butt, the boobs, all the things. And when I put this weight on, I just remember the first time looking in the mirror because I was in such denial that it was happening. Uh, the first time I really looked in the mirror and I just saw these red, like they looked angry, like red, angry, fiery marks all up and down my once beautiful skin on my stomach. And I had gained weight so rapidly that I literally had stretched my skin apart. And, you know, that was me at 18 years old, 20 years later at 38, you know, they're not red anymore, but I still have the marks. They're never going to go away. And for a long time in my life, those were very traumatic to me. It was something I was very ashamed of. It was something that I just, I really struggle with. I mean, I've done so much work on myself around body image and emotional weight that that stuff doesn't phase me anymore. Um, but I was terrified of like, oh my God, is that going to happen again? Am I going to add stretch marks on top of stretch marks? And I don't know what happened, but why well, do we know what happened? So when my daughter my first baby, I didn't get any stretch marks. I mean, not even one, not a one stretch mark. And I think it's because I already stretched my damn body out so much in the past that it was like, we already know how to do this. So I didn't, but I was also using my, um, my magical potion. I talked about it in the last video. So if you're curious what I'm talking about, you can go back to that video. So no, I didn't get, um, so hard to breathe guys. Oh my God. And I'm only on month four. Um, I did not get extra stretch marks. And so far, where's the wood? Knock on wood. Um, so far, knock on wood with this pregnancy, I have not gotten any stretch marks. But I also know they don't typically come toward until like really towards the end. But I've been slapping on my magical potions and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully, you know, if I do, I do. If I don't, then that's even better. But you know, for a lot of women, um, they do get stretch marks. And so I know for a lot of women too, that never have weight issues before pregnancy, a lot of these feelings. So it was like, I could always relate to women who had had babies from the body image standpoint, like years ago, before I even thought about becoming a mom, because I was like, yeah, girl, I already know what it's like to gain weight rapidly. I already know what it's like to get stretch marks all over your body and then not recognize who the hell you are in the mirror. I get you. So I really, and I did the post about this years ago. It was called, thank God I was fat and depressed before I got pregnant because I really feel like going through what I've been through set me up for success in the sense of like not allowing the body changes and the weight and the depression and all the feelings to like completely like just steamroll me over. I'll link that up too um, in the in the, in the description of this, we will, sorry, I'm just making a note. I don't edit. I don't try to make things like all cutesy. It's just like, you're going to get me how you're going to get me. And if you don't like it, bye.
Okay. All right. So stretch marks, you might, you might not go check out my magic potion. I talked about it on the last video. Um, and there's a link to the tutorial um, on my blog as well. Doctors, doctors, that's the next thing. Okay. So we're going to start wrapping up here. So one of the other fears uh, that a lot of plus size women have when it comes to getting pregnant is going to the doctor. And when I say going to the doctor, I mean two things. Number one, what if the doctor calls me out and says I'm a fat ass and I need to lose weight and just makes my weight an issue, okay? Let me say this, girl. If you have a doctor who like talks shit and is rude and dis disrespectful about how they approach you when it comes to your weight Bye. that is why you have other options that is why there are other providers in your network Bye. you need to go see yourself a new doctor i will say so my first pregnancy um the ob office gyn office that i go to i've been going there many many years i've been seeing the same doctor for many many years and she obviously became my OB after being my GYN for all those years. And she is the sweetest, nicest, kindest woman. Love her to death. I'm so sad because she moved away um, shortly after my daughter was born. And so I have to see a new doctor now. But I will say, never once did my OB make comments about my weight gain. And I was gaining a lot of weight. She never said anything. The only reason weight was coming up in any discussions was because of me. So even though I was, you know, doing all these things about embracing my pregnancy and, you know, all the things I'm going to share with you in the next video, I was still bringing up my weight gain because I was concerned. I was like, this is abnormal. Why am I gaining so much weight? This is not normal. I don't like this. This feels very weird to me. And I was bringing it up almost because I wanted to bring it up before anybody else did. I wanted to make sure that they knew that I recognized that I was doing this before they would say something to me. So if I, and so this pregnancy, I have been very intentional. I haven't said one word. So I want you to take that away as like, stop apologizing and making your weight an issue when it doesn't need to be. And so for this pregnancy, I haven't talked about my weight. I haven't mentioned it. I haven't said a word. And my doctors, I mean, you guys, I told you I've gained 20 pounds in trimester one in 14 weeks. Hello, that's a lot. They haven't said anything. They haven't said one word to me. So, and the doctor told me the other day, she's like, you are a low risk pregnancy. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I thought, you know, if you're over 35, I'm automatically high risk. She's like, you're not high risk till I tell you you are and you're not. There's nothing in your history, there's nothing in your past pregnancies or this one for me to say, oh, you're a high-risk pregnancy. So my weight and my age do not equate to me being a high-risk. So again, it's these stories and these things that we create and we tell ourselves. I'm not saying that's going to be the case for everyone. I'm sharing with you my journey, how it is for me. And maybe you can relate to it in some way. The other thing about doctor's appointments, number two, is your body will become the topic of conversation. You are no longer your own. You are sharing your body with another person, which means every time you go to the doctor, your body is going to get poked and prodded in some way. And so if you're uncomfortable with your stomach, which I really like got over this during the first, <laughs> the first pregnancy, because I was always very self-conscious of my, of my stomach because of the stretch marks that I had shared with you earlier, you get over it real quick. 
um, because your body is no longer your own. They're going to be looking at that stomach. They're going to be looking at other things. They're going to be looking and looking and looking. And you have to just become very comfortable in your body because your body is the topic of conversation at every single appointment. You, it might be your baby, but where are you carrying that baby? A uh, hello in the body. So, you know, if you have that fear, are you going to let that fear stop you from even getting pregnant and going through this experience? Or are you going to say, okay, I recognize that my body will be the topic of conversation. What can I do to prepare myself to work through my own emotional weight and my own issues that I have around this? Right? So that's kind of what you have to weigh. What, what's going to be the thing that you choose? Um, yeah, so that's really it. So like, these are just the common things that I think a lot of women who are waiting for the weight in order to become pregnant really are stressing about or creating stories about or creating like these elaborate scenarios in your head. And then when you come to the reality, reality is never the story that you created for yourself. It's always going to look different. So I hope this is helpful. I hope it's like good to hear from someone else who's been in your shoes, who understands. So if you have questions or if there's a topic that I haven't covered or a video that you would like me to create, please drop that down in the comments below and I will take a look at that. I will, I read all the comments. Um, and next week, what I want to talk about is, all right, now you're pregnant. How do you embrace the weight gain, the stretch marks, the doctor's appointments, uh, the belly that's growing or not growing the way you would like it to. I'm gonna talk about how you actually embrace a plus size pregnancy from the standpoint of your body image and your weight. So stay tuned for that. It will be dropping next week. You can also find me on any major podcast player, including iTunes. If you just put in iTunes or your podcast player, Irresistible You, you will find my podcast. These videos for the Plus Size Pregnancy series. I am also uploading as audio only to the podcast once a week. So you get my normal episode, plus you get this bonus episode if you're a podcast listener. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope this is helpful. Leave your comments, leave a like, share this video if it was helpful. I will catch you in the next one. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye.